This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode contains explicit language that is not very good for tiny ears. So if you're with your kids, put your headphones on. Take it away, Mom and Dad. <laughs> it's time for the show. Let's go. Turn Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Us. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. Yo, what's up, guys? My name is Seth Studley. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. If you're new, if you are joining us for the first time, we provide real help for real couples, and we don't mess around with the bullshit, stupid marriage advice. We get real, right? We've lived it. We know it. Take advice from us. Thank you very much. We are super glad to have you as well. So today is a new series that we are kicking off. It no, is it's called... the second episode in this series. Already? The second episode? Yes, and it is called... Dang, well, the, the series ahead. that we're doing is called what? April is for fools. That's right. That's right. We're doing a, a series all about mm. answering listener questions about infidelity, cheating, and all that crap. Yeah. Um, and today's episode, we are going to answer the question, how do I get my cheating husband to be honest? But before we do that, who the heck brought this show to you? The show is brought to you by betterhelp.com forward slash us. If you need counseling, if you want to go to therapy, psychotherapy, if you need help, you have wounds to heal from, go to betterhelp.com forward slash us and you will get hooked up with a licensed mental health counselor just like me or a marriage and family therapist also just like me to deal with anxiety, depression, overwhelm, adjustment disorders, all kinds of stuff. You need somebody to talk to. A problem shared is a problem halved. You have mm -hmm. a problem, you slice it in half literally and you don't carry as much, you don't feel the weight, the burden on that because you can't go around with that stuff all the time, it's affecting your health. It's affecting your mental health. It's affecting your marriage, your job. Your family. You, your family, how you show up as a parent, your overall outlook on life. Take it from a therapist who has done tens of thousands of hours of client work and also had several of my own therapists before. You need some mental health help. It's not a sign of weakness. It is a sign of strength, actually. It is a sign of, a sign of wisdom. Go to betterhelp.com forward slash us, betterhelp.com forward slash us to get your help. <laughs> betterhelp.com forward slash us. That's the talking with my hands <laughs> Apparently. <here. laughs> All right. That's great that that's the show brought us that. <laughs> anyway, let's dive into the question. <laughs> Thanks, BetterHelp. Uh, it says, my husband gets drunk and tells me the truth about his cheating on me, which I have recorded and played back for him. But when I do this, he says, I have doctored the videos. I just need the truth so I may move on to more important issues in our marriage. How do I, how do I need to go about getting him to start being honest with me again? Hmm. No. Doctored the videos. Right out of the gate, I'm going to say, honest with me again? Again. Was he ever honest with you before? Because someone who thinks you've doctored videos, I don't know, I have, lots of, I have lots of thoughts about just that, like the way she's saying he's showing up mm -hmm. sounds real weird. I want to challenge you in this. So sometimes I get pissed off at the people and say, hey, don't be a dumb crap kind of thing. And you go, oh, slow it down. 
And I think that I want to I want to challenge you to also have a different approach, not to condone cheating, obviously, but not just the whole thing of like, hey, you stupid idiot, stop doing stupid idiot stuff, get real kind of thing. You I'm know not what I'm talking about. Oh, sure. Yeah, I'm, that's it's a it's a it's an experiment that I want to do. So a let stupid me stupid idiot experiment. <laughs> right. Let me read this question again. Here, do your face ID. There it you? is. Oh, it just took oh, a picture perfect. of me. Nope. Um. So. Again, uh, wow. Okay, my husband gets drunk and tells me the truth about cheating on me, which I have recorded. So, apparently, to get him to tell the truth, you just got to get him drunk. <laughs> yeah, a little loose juice. <laughs> is that a thing? It's a thing, and I've I never maybe, heard that. It's I, funny. I, I don't know. It's all kinds of what is it? Liquid, whoa. liquid courage. Liquid courage, right? Um, man, so this situation is. I mean, a couple things. It's not just about. Cheating, it's about other honesty, it's about drinking, and it's about right. blaming, like, oh, that's you doctored the video, and that's just him trying to like cover his ass on stuff. And that's uh, man, I want to go into like an, another element of this because there is the element of drinking. So let's mm-hmm. let's like actually let's write it down. Okay, this is complex in my mind. So there's drinking, we've got drinking, yes, right? We're really breaking it down. We okay. Are. We've got drinking, we've got lying, mm-hmm. right? Thank you for erasing that. Mm-hmm. That says lying. Um, you say you want, how do I get him to be honest again? How do I get my cheating husband to be honest? Mm. Honesty. So mm-hmm. here's the question. Does he want to stop cheating? Does he say? <laughs> There's so much l- missing here mm-hmm. and so many confusing things. You said, I just need the truth so I may move on to more important issues in our marriage. What's more important than him cheating on you? Is more important than that. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, if, unless there's like, and he also beats the kids and steals money and robs grocery yeah. stores. I don't know. I mean, okay, that's that's huge, right? Um, but the one thing I, I I think that let's let's put away the drinking, let's put away the cheating, let's put away the doctored video stuff, and go to the question of how do I get my so how do I you. If you start anything with how do I dot, 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 it doesn't almost matter what's after the dot, dot, dot. It's the, the question and the, the wrong thinking or the false thinking of how do I, how, do, how does this person, this spirit, this body, get that person, that spirit, body to do something that they don't want to do? Right, yeah. Mm. Preach. And you, yes, preach, I will. Huh? Oh, okay. You will beat your head against a wall when you try to get other people to change. Now, you can have influence, you can have boundaries, you can have all these things, but if you're going at it with, I'll be happy if or when they change, you might not be happy because what you're doing is taking the power that only you have to make yourself happy, only you have to make yourself content, and putting it in the hands of someone else is is he responsible for your happiness and all this stuff right and so how do i get melanie to do 75 hard with me melanie you're out of shape you should do it it's so good i've done it before it'll change your life it's great seth i don't want to do it but melanie you shouldn't you know that you want to do healthy things and now i'm taking offense that oh you don't want to be healthy right you don't do exactly what i'm doing kind of thing, mm-hmm. right? So then it's kind of ruining 75 hard for me because I'm trying to get her to do it over and over. Hey, Nixon, 
Uh, we're recording a podcast, by the way. Yeah, Tough. by the way. You're not supposed so to be no, here. No skating. Um, <laughs> do you, do you under, understand what I'm saying? So the, the power of happiness. <laughs> don't shut the doors softly or anything. Yeah. Don't worry about that. <laughs> it's just the fact that like the kids are so used to us always recording things, I know, right? which is kind of cool. <laughs> Uh, or maybe not cool. I don't know. Um, you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Melanie, stop drinking. Stop drinking. Oh my gosh, I can't get you to stop. What are you doing? What's going on? So I can't control her, but I can control my response, my attitude, and my thoughts, and my mainly, primarily, my actions about it. Oh, here are the boundaries. When you're drunk, I don't talk to you. Mm-hmm. I get the kids and I leave. Yeah. Or whatever, mm-hmm. right? When yeah. you're when you're when you're drunk, um, we don't sleep in the same bed. Right. I've been thinking when you're a lot. Drunk, of- I you know for the eight thousandth time, I'm going to get my own apartment, or whatever. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it's not you. you uh, I can't control. If you choose it, this is what I do. Mm-hmm. Right. Not right. I got. I got to stop you because you're ruining my life. Sure, I know it sucks and everything, and it's hurtful. Mm-hmm. Um. But or I can I can tell you okay how do I get my cheating husband to be honest? Lay some hard and fast rules and boundaries, yeah. and then he has the choice. You can't make him, but you can maybe expedite. Say, hey, this is bullshit. I'm not dealing with it anymore. Mm-hmm. This is I'm voting with my feet. Right? You know that saying like vote with your feet. Get up and do something about it. Mm-hmm. Just don't sit there and talk about it and take it and take it and take it and wish and think and cry and yeah. all this stuff. Like there has to be a time to where. Okay, I'm not, I'm not, I have had it. Yes, <laughs> sorry, the, I was listening to the pause, you went, I have had it, and my brain like stopped working as I was. I had a glitch in the matrix apparently. brain right then. Um, so as he was speaking, I agree with what he's saying. I think one of the, there's something that I think very strongly about addiction. So like the alcoholic or the even the drunk part, not even if it's addiction or whatever, But so this is going to sound weird, but someone reached out and was like, hey, can you help me? And when they reached out, they were drunk. This is a real story. Mm -hmm. And I was literally like, I won't ever work with a drunk client. That's the dumbest thing ever. Mm -hmm. Right. Why Mm -hmm. would you ever do that? They'd be like, hey, I want to get a job, but let me get drunk before I head to my interview. Like it Mm -hmm. will fail. So I have a boundary. I don't work with a drunk client. I actually don't even respond to their email or text because that is my boundary. Right. And so in here, as I was listening to you talking about that, like that's one of the things I wish that I had had more um, like courage and strength around in the past with people. And then especially uh, like you and I haven't run into this in our own marriage, but if I was in a marriage where you were drinking, I wish that someone would say, hey, vote with your feet. If he's drunk and he's trying to talk to you, get in your car and leave, but Mm -hmm. set up safety boundaries, right? Call people so that they, so someone else knows he's drunk. So he doesn't chase you in his car, right? There's lots of crazy stuff here. But there's also lots that you can do about it and mm-hmm. setting boundaries and honoring those boundaries, like even if it's really freaking hard is super, super important. But the other thing I did is I was, as he was talking, I wrote down the opposite of the things that are in this question. So there's drinking, cheating, lying, and blaming. So what's the opposite of that? Sobriety, loyalty, truthfulness, and ownership mm. and faithfulness too, mm-hmm. right? Like loyalty. So as he was talking, I was thinking, what would it look like for this person? Cause you cannot get like... Seth can't get me to do 75 hard, but he could encourage me to do it. Well, I did get you to do it in a way. No, you you encouraged me. Getting is the wrong word. Like well, you didn't make me do it, but mm. he encouraged me 
watching his growth mm -hmm. was so encouraging to me that I decided to do it, right? So you, but you didn't get me to do right. it. I, I mean, if, if you took a 30,000 foot view, you could say, yeah, I, I got her to do it. Okay, I, is that helpful? Thank you. Should I ask what, it again? Which is button, it helpful? Which button should I push right now? <laughs> Key rickets is what you Key should rickets. push. Okay, yes. So it isn't helpful mm -hmm. to say that, so thanks for wasting 30 seconds of the show. That's all right. Um, Seth encouraged me by his actions to do 75 hard. He didn't ever tell me that I should do it. Well, I mm -hmm. think he kind of did, but you'd be like, you'd be really good at this, but it was never like, why are you so fat and lazy? <laughs> Idiot. Eat, Tina. God. Um, it wasn't that. Um, but... He encouraged me by being, by showing up for himself, by his own transformation. And so in a way, what I would say to this person is you cannot get your cheating husband to be honest. There is no way that you can be like point at his face and say, you need to be honest with me. You need to stop cheating. You need mm -hmm. to stop whatever. That's not going to happen. You can't but say you can for me to be in this relationship. I'm going to not stop talking because you interrupted me, but you can say, Hey, you know what? I would really love to see a relationship where we are really like we have high levels of what is it, extreme ownership go mm -hmm. read Leif Babin and Jocko Willink's extreme Jocko. ownership um it's an amazing book I would love to have our marriage be full of like trust like trust and uh truth and loyalty I would love for you to be sober and for me to be sober I think it would be really awesome if we could create that together mm -hmm. that's a totally different vibe than I'm gonna get you to be honest right and that vibe of like, I'm going to get you to be honest, turns wives into moms. You become the old hag real fast. Right. And then I'm thinking of like what Jordan Peterson says. JP? A wife or a husband doesn't want their, well, a spouse doesn't want their spouse to turn into that because then that perpetuates the other behavior. Like, I don't want to hang out with you. Oh, which yeah. Would, gosh, which yeah. would almost encourage cheating more. Right? Which is uh, worse because then you mm -hmm. have someone who's drunk. And like, you know, so think about that. You withdraw mm -hmm. because my behavior is bad. Yes. But you're drawing a boundary. And then I get wasted and say, why don't you love me? Ugh! You know, and it just creates more and more. So for people who drink mm -hmm. and do this, that's what you look like. That's how you sound to your spouse. So well, no how one's about ever this? Told you. It's, it's like that, that thing. And this is what we do with coping mechanisms. The path that we take to avoid the thing that we don't want to meet is usually the path that 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 thing is on. You're ugwaying it, right? Yes, now. I'm ugwaying it. What is it? So um, the path one often the path you avoid. Oh my gosh, the path you take to avoid your destiny mm -hmm. is often the path that leads you to it, or something. Like yeah, that. Okay, yeah. So it's like, oh man, I am. Let's just say I start out at a hundred percent, mind, body, spirit. Like okay, at a hundred, something happens, right? Uh, a couple years of arguments, a job loss, uh, death or something, I go, oh man, this is a lot. This is stressful. This is hurtful. This is traumatic. I start to drink, flirt with other people. One often meets his destiny on the road he takes to avoid it. Yes. To cope, right? Oh man, this stress that I'm feeling over here, I drink. I don't feel that stress. Stress comes up, drink, don't feel it, mm, feels good, right? Stress is diminishing, but I'm still uh, becoming accustomed to whatever this co coping mechanism is, mm -hmm. right? Oh, now this coping mechanism is too large. Now it is causing a problem. It's, it's exacerbating right, yeah. the problem between you and I mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. 
But at first, it lessened the problem. Lessened, right? right? If you're listening, I'm like air quoting, lessened the problem. It just kind of like swept it under the rug for a minute, right? Any conflict, trauma, anything avoided is conflict, trauma, whatever. Multiplied. Multiplied, right? So um, drinking exacerbates stuff. Cheating exacerbates stuff. Lying exacerbates stuff. Blaming exacerbates stuff, right? So what has to happen is the Band-Aid completely ripped off, all that crap cleaned up, talked about, processed, and then you go, okay, just because we talked about it once doesn't mean that it's done, right? Right? It is a maintenance. No one in the world ever goes, all right, January 2nd, I'm hitting the gym. January 3rd rolls around. I did a full awesome workout. I'm good for the whole year. Yeah. <laughs> That's not how it works, folks, right? In your body, it's like you eat more than once a day, right? Mm-hmm. You drink water more than once. Yeah. Because you keep on going through it, right? Like healing from all this stuff is a perpetual act. Now, does it feel like it's 99% hard right now? Yeah, of course it is because we're diving right in, right? Just like if I haven't ran or worked out in five years, the first workout is going to kick my ass and I'm going to be sore the next day, right? But how do you get through that? You keep on going. Mm -hmm. You go, okay, I did it yesterday. I did it once. I can do it again. I proved myself that I can wake up at 6 a.m., run a mile, do a cold dip, do an exercise. I can do it. I set that bar, right? So if you had one of these conversations about drinking, cheating, lying, or blaming once, you can do it again, and you have to keep on doing it and put in that routine. Of course, get other people around you, uh, go to therapy, right. get a coach, talk to your friends, be who are your friends, right? Kind of thing. So it's like a perpetual thing. And if, if he is committed to it, then you'll find out. But if he's not, that's when you draw your boundaries and go, hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, instead of how do I get my cheating husband to be honest, it's how do I begin to strengthen and draw boundaries for myself to protect myself and make me happy? Mm-hmm. Right. So the whole like question that you're a- asking, it flipped and it's less external and more internal. How do I get myself to change? How do I strengthen my self-esteem, self-worth and self-confidence and value? Because it's not tied to him or her. It's tied to you. It's all on the inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that all of is that what I think all I of know. that is really good. Um, one thing I will say is that in situations like this, one thing people usually don't do is vision cast. Like what, what does it look like if I don't make these changes? Right. And so we've seen this in different people we've been friends with, uh, you know, whatever we have, we're humans and we have lives and we've seen this play out where people don't have a game plan and they just go, you know, I'm just going to make it work for the next month. I'm just going to make it work. I'm just going to, I just got to hold on and like white knuckle my, you know, my drinking, cheating, lying, blaming husband, and I bet it will get better. But they actually don't have a game plan. Mm-hmm. And what, is, what ends up happening is 10 years later, they have like sacrificed every happiness to try to keep this thing together and it falls apart anyway, mm-hmm. right? And so I'm not saying that to be uh, like weird or a downer. I'm saying it because I think there's a big piece of education here. There's a lot to glean from the fact that if you don't have a game plan going in, whether again, that's the game, to, game plan to try to encourage and invite your husband to wellness. If you don't have a game plan at all, it's going to just crumble apart. Like that's the, what is that? It's like the law of entropy or something like just yeah, shit entropy, falls just, apart yeah. and gets crusty and musty and old and dies. And 
And if we don't fight against that, I mean, it's just like aging. It's like muscle decay. It's all atrophy. Like if you have a cast on, you're, it hurts once you take it off because mm -hmm. everything is starting to atrophy. So it's entropy. That's the foundation of how it's a law. It happens to everything. If we don't walk in this garage and do anything for the next five years, there'll be dust. It'll start to decay. That's just what happens, right? Mm -hmm. And so uh, if you don't have a plan, an actual goal, a vision for how you want to walk through this season, it's just going to fall apart, right? Um, so have a goal, have a plan, have a vision. And here's the other thing that nobody tells people, I think especially, well, not, I want to say especially women, but I mean, it's so weird. We get these questions mostly from women who are saying that my husband cheated. He says these things about me. I know women do this, so, but again, we don't get those questions as often. But what is often not said is that if you are choosing, like, I'm going to do this journey with my husband, I'm going to help him stop being like lying to me or whatever, you're going to have to work harder than anyone else you know to make this work out. And that's not a bad thing. It's mm -hmm. just you should know it going in. You have to be on a higher pl like plane of awareness. You have to read more self-help books because he's not going to do it yet. There may be a point where he will. There may be like down the line a transition. And man, that would be great. And I would encourage you to you know, invite that change. You can't make it happen, but invite that change. But at the core, you are driving the ship of health. Nobody else, not your kids, not your mom and dad, not your husband. You're the, like the sole captain of the ship of well-being for your family. So I just saying out of the gate, it's going to be a very long slog, but you can do it and you can do it really well. And so if you're going to make this choice, I would say positive affirmation, the crap out of it, have a vision, cast a vision, um, and have boundaries. And if he breaks the boundaries, walk, like go use your feet to get out of that situation, uh, especially if you've got kiddos. And then also tell people around you, right? Tell people around you so that you're not in isolation, so that you're not in danger, all of that stuff. Does that make sense? It makes absolute sense. And if you don't have a community around you, like a lot of our folks have a church community or they're, you know, I don't know, they talk to their girlfriends at work or something like that. Uh, you are the sum of the five people that you hang out with the most. Oh, yeah. And I really want to talk about women's group coaching and not, oh, yeah. not even the, the badass husband mastermind right now because I think that this listener could really... <laughs> you watching? Are you watching? Oh, oh she, <laughs> she, she done back that thing up. I'm going to uh, do the thing. Keep talking. Um, women's, group coaching. women's group coaching, it's uh, a format where you have other kick-ass ladies, ladies, and... Some of them, I know for a fact, have walked through this stuff mm -hmm. before, right? And they're on the other side of it. Either they completely repaired, repaired, repaired their <laughs> marriage, or they're like, F this, I'm out of here, and then are a thousand times happier. That's and, interesting. And you said repair weird, and it's like repairing. You're pairing back together, repairing. Yeah. I love, was it entomology, etymology, etymame? Oh boy! The study of words. I don't know. Maybe you should do more study. <laughs> that was funny. But anyway, I'm seriously talking about women's group I know. coaching. Keep go, on. Go check it out. Anatomyofus.com forward slash women's group coaching. And like, I ask you how the calls go, and you're like, Yeah, it's amazing. Like, it is. Women amazing. are sharing stuff. They're doing this. They're doing that. They're growing. They are getting support and help in a way that is just not out there. Right. Like. We really don't go to church anymore, but when we did, we were like in community groups and stuff mm -hmm. like that, and they were fine. I'm not knocking them, but the depth and perception 
depth perception, <laughs> the depth and breadth of the conversations that we have in the men's mastermind, and from what, from what I know about the women's mastermind, uh-huh. is 8,000 times more than literally any group that we've ever been a part of because it's like it's healing, it's encouraging, it's ass kicking, and it's very forward thinking. Yeah. It is only forward thinking. It's like, okay, you're here, and all these other ladies are bringing the same energy, the same vibe to go forward, be the best mom you can be, the best wife you can be, the best worker you can be, the best woman you can be, the best person you can be in all areas. So, I mean, April is for fools, and you're a fool if you don't get (laughs) tapped into some kind of resource out there with other like-minded people. Because if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go farther go together. Yeah. And that always works. So I want to talk about it a little bit more too, because I think one of the things that, um, actually there was, there's a particular lady in the group who was saying, she's like, you know, I love my church. I love the community that I have there, but she's like, I start to try to bring some of the issues I'm walking through, which are challenging things. She's like, I bring that to my community group and everybody just shuts down. Mm. And if you've been in a community group and you've been going, going through something challenging, you know, that feeling like, I mean, we went through that, like trying to talk about right. all of our shit in front of these, like, you know, and I know, again, I love, I actually really love church. I just wish it wasn't so lame. Like, and I don't mean that in any mean way. There's just something about church that I really dislike. <laughs> I don't know. And I can't, I can't get over it, whatever. I still love the Lord and I love spirituality. And sometimes I think I mean like demons and I don't mean that. But anyway, I thought it was awesome that this lady was like, I can't walk through this season of my life with the community group women. They don't know how to support me. It's not like, written in that they're going to kick your ass and help you stay accountable. They just don't know how. Same thing with family. Hold on. mm. Same thing with family. Like your family, it's even more complex if it's something you're going through with your spouse and you're like, oh, Mm. well, my brother is friends with my husband or like my father-in-law now hates my guts because blah, blah, blah. Like you need a community who actually is like unattached to all of your different parties in your life. So it's like a therapist, right? Right. You need that. But in therapy, they're going to try to like, walk through. I mean, therapy's great. Get therapy, whatever. But in women's group coaching, you have eight women. You're the woman in the middle and you're sharing your story and you're going through it. And these eight women, some of them have walked exactly through what you're going through. They know exactly what you're thinking, feeling, and what you need. And then there's other women who are like, oh man, have you tried this resource or tried that resource? And then you talk in discord after your call and it's nothing but like helpful, encouraging, uh, affirming, Mm -hmm. sorry, I couldn't think of the word, affirming and all of that stuff. So it is awesome. I absolutely am obsessed with women's group coaching. That's awesome. And of course, we want to we want to talk about what we're doing because we love it. Right. And also, this stuff works. So I think that this would be a really good thing. If you don't do Melanie's, go do somebody else. Mm-hmm. But you need support outside of just yourself or just writing into a podcast and having us answer the question for you. Right. You need other perspectives on that, particularly other women, other strong women who just aren't going to talk shit about yeah. your husband oh, and yeah. go, oh, he sucks, this is this, oh, yeah. Because that's, that's, an, that's yeah. not good advice. That's not that's not helping, right? That's a rule, um, actually, in our thing. It's not just a place to come and bitch. We don't do that in our right. group. Now, you can process and go, y'all, I'm really struggling with this, mm-hmm. and it just pisses me off that he did this and this and this. Okay, mm-hmm. those are real feelings. That's not just a bitch sesh yeah. kind of thing to where nothing gets resolved, you know? And it's like, hey, you have the right to feel that because you were betrayed and this and mm-hmm. this, you know what? And yes, and how can we help you to move forward? And when you feel like that, you know it's not a good road. Call us, shoot a message in the Discord. Let's talk about it. 
it, it's kind of like, hey, um, if I'm trying not to eat, you know, 5,000 calories a day, I can't do it alone. I want to do it with other people and go, hey, yo, I really have to have a cheeseburger right now. So you're now. saying we're the Jenny Paul, Craig of... You're the Jenny Craig of, of, relationships. of women's wellness. Yes. You say Paul. <laughs> I have to have cheeseburger Paul. Yeah, because he's one of my dudes in <laughs> I the I hope in everyone in our audience knows who Paul is. Like, I hope... <laughs> like, Paul is like a character in our larger world. He's an awesome character. And he is. I love him. So uh, uh, let me say one more thing, though. Mm -hmm. um, so yes, go to anatomyofus.com and sign up for women's group coaching. Uh, if And okay, two things. One, ladies, you're going to love this group so much. Sign up for it. What do you say to the men who hear that and go, nah, my wife doesn't need that? You're wrong. What else would you say? I would ask the dude, hey, is it more fun to hang out with your buddies when you go hunting or fishing or, I don't know, RC carring or uh, who knows what? Is it is it good to have fellowship with other like-minded dudes who can encourage you and lift you up and not just drink beer and talk shit? Uh, sure, that's fun too. But if you're doing that every weekend... What are you talking about? I am so confused. What do you confused. mean, what am I talking about? I asked you why should men sign up for women's group coaching for their wives? Why would you say to because them that their the wives same should reason, sign up? The same reason that hanging out with other positive, like-minded dudes is good for the dude, it is the same reason that it's good for the wife. You made it sound so weird. Man, I hope you understood that, because I certainly didn't. Come to my group instead of Melanie's. It's no, way better. mine's better. Um... This comparison is thieving my joy. <laughs> thieving my joy. Uh, so one other thing that I wanted to say, going back to the question, how do I get my cheating husband to be honest? And I want to kind of flip this around. Men, husbands, or whatever, the cheater person. If you have cheated on your spouse and your spouse is trying to figure out how to fix your marriage, and even if you're 1% invested in trying to fix your marriage, I want you to know what it feels like from the other partner's perspective. You want to talk about this for a minute? Because I think it's kind of a big deal. I don't, I don't know think what you're that. About. Yeah, I'll elaborate a little bit, but I don't think that um, people understand how much of a like pissy pants baby idiot they immediately become in the eyes of everyone when they do stuff like this. You know what I mean? No, I don't know what you mean. Okay, so uh, I'll clarify. <laughs> so when you have cheated on somebody and you have said, you know, yeah, I'm an, I'm willing to sacrifice like my family. I'm willing to sacrifice like the well-being that I've created for the last, you know, eight years or whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm willing to put all those things on the line to touch that person's boobs, right? When you make that choice and then someone is like your whole family, your wife, your kids is trying to repair that and move forward. You as the cheater spouse become so, it's like, you know what I'm saying? You don't know what I'm getting at here? No. You become like a thorn in everyone's side. And I want you to see it from that perspective because so many people who do this act entitled. You mean uh, the the cheater, mm -hmm. man or woman, mm -hmm. is the is the, the the it's like it's like this. I have something like nice, like I have a cake or something, you know, yes, like yes. somebody made a birthday cake uh -huh. or something, and I walked in and went, yes. just my whole hand in it. First, you smeared it with crap, and then you put right, it on the but cake. But I could not say. Well, you made me do that, mm -hmm. or you're such a bitch that I had to do that. Yes. Or everything is so terrible that I had to take my hand and go in the cake. <laughs> no, you're saying no. Like, okay, I know that there's bigger things here. Yes. However, the problem that we are facing right now. Yes. Yes. Because the cake has a giant dookie handprint in it. Yes. Is because of you. Yes. And, and there is no way around that. Mm -hmm. I can't go. Well, you made me do it, or. <laughs> 
this or this or this, or I wish you understood. Right. It's like, oh, well, we didn't have sex enough. If you're, if, if people are watching on the video, it's not like Melanie took my hand and went <laughs> and stuck it in the cake. No, I said, I'm going to do this. I don't care. Or I have disassociated enough mm-hmm. to be like, well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I understand what you're saying. So, Yes, when you do something like this, you have taken the wrench and stuck it in the gears. Yes. Your actions have gone boom. Now, I will not say that the other person had zero to do with it. Right, Like yes. I'm thinking like Esther, Esther Perel, how she talks about cheating and stuff like that. It's much more nuanced yes. than anybody ever thinks. It's not as simple as, oh, everything's fine. Here's the wrench. I'm going to F this up. Right. Yes. It's not that. Yeah. It is like years and years mm-hmm. upriver to that mm-hmm. in most cases. Yes. Which doesn't condone it. Yeah. But so think about it like this. Like, let's use, I love that birthday cake analogy. So you have like a beautiful, let's, let's do a wedding cake. Actually, that's even better. And they're really freaking expensive. So imagine you have like a beautiful three tiered wedding cake. You got it over at um, Anita's QFC. Bakery. No, that's where we got ours, though. I know. Um, like, you have this beautiful wedding cake. It's so gorgeous. It took a week to make and it costs $700 or whatever. And then you're looking at it and you're like, hmm, I feel like taking a duke on my hand and like smearing the turds a little, roll them like Play-Doh. Gross. Like a Tootsie Roll. (laughs) Right? Like you're thinking about it. You haven't done it yet. You're thinking about it. You could go, hmm, what can I do instead? I could go to therapy. Hmm. Mm -hmm. I could talk to a friend. Hmm. I could get into counseling at my church. I could get into AA. I could get into whatever. Like you had options. You have options before you smear your shitty hand all over the wedding cake. And that's what pisses people off the most is that typically, yes, there are upriver things. There are like trauma. There's all sorts of different things that can lead to um, cheating. But for the most part, you had about a thousand and nine million options mm-hmm. to handle that before you smeared your hand all over the cake. And right? not not that those options are hard. And here's the thing: like I believe still that most people, most people do the best they can with what they got. Mm-hmm. So it's not like this. It's like, oh wow, that person is attractive. Hmm, better go to therapy for that before it turns into cheating. It's it's not, it's not nothing. I mean, it is is so much more of a slow bake situation than that. You know, it's honestly, it goes back to one of the fundamental things that Dr. John Gottman talks about. It's the five to one ratio. It's like, do we have five positive interactions compared to one negative interaction? Right. 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 Do we, like me and you went on a date last night. Uh, to sushi. Sumo sushi. Right. <laughs> we should just buy our own sushi restaurant. I love um, sumo sushi. Anyway, uh, that was a five to one ratio kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Yeah. Like, that's like we're piling like, up the good experiences. Right. So even before that, you asked me to clean the kitchen. You said, I'm, I do this all day. I'm super tired. And when you came home, I looked at the kitchen. I was like, shit. And it looked great. The kitchen yeah. looks great. I know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I didn't. And when you asked me, I was like, you know what? I got you. Yeah. And I literally said that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what? I'll do it. So that is a positive interaction. Every time that you put on something sexy and we're together, that obviously is a positive interaction. So every- you mean every time we're together? Like right now. That was a negative interaction. Okay. <laughs> you you were 0 and 1. You were 0 and 1 for today. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, but let me Take say that one to thing. Dr. John Gottman. I think. So what- hold on. I'm not finished. It, it, 
people don't think about it this way. We don't think about anything this way. It's um, like, you know, the concept of compound interest in stocks and investments and bank accounts and stuff like yes. that. It's not like, oh, I'm going to put $1,000 in an account in one week. It better be 5000 yeah. or else, yeah. shit, I made a wrong decision. Right. No, it is, you don't even think about it. You set it and forget it. Like, mm-hmm. okay, like sometimes, I mean, I'm not, we have to be intentional around these things, right? But if I make it a habit to go, hey, Seth, will you clean the kitchen? I'm not going to bitch and moan and complain and go, oh, this just sucks. I'll tell you, I'm like, hey, I am super tired right now. I'm not going to do it now, but I will do it tomorrow morning before we, you wake mm-hmm. up or something like mm-hmm. that, right? Or I'll say, you know what? I got you, girlfriend, because I know that that feels really good to you, right? Mm-hmm. I, uh, so it's like, okay, make that a habit. You have to think about the five to one ratio. And couples, I think, who cheat is maybe it's a one to five ratio. Ratio. It's backwards. Mm-hmm. It's like just arguing in this, and we haven't had right. sex in three years <clears throat> and stuff like that. Then, like when people cheat, I'm like, oh well, not really surprised, kind of thing. Right. Yeah. I think that's a, that's helpful. But I, the sort of my takeaway for this and mm-hmm. why I wanted to bring this up is that if I went to a wedding and I smeared crap on my hand and smashed the wedding cake. Is it your wedding or somebody else's? It's our wedding. Oh. Uh, who would you want to have replace that cake? What? Who would you want to have? So if You better I, fix it. You effed it up. That's right. That's right. And guess what typically doesn't happen? The person who has smeared their crappy hand all over the wedding cake wants to complain about the other you person. You better make it a thousand times better. Keep shouting. I'm liking it. You better put the cake on a Land Cruiser... <laughs> <laughs> wear a bikini when you present on a bikini it. on a bikini oh i don't a know land cruisers on a bikini just a folded <laughs> bikini right with the rolex on the hood mm-hmm. and other great things so here what we're saying convert that into words to point at a person who has smeared their shitty hand all over the wedding cake you have cheated on the marriage you have effed everything up like you have own it grow a pair don't be an idiot about it and then fix the effing Problem. Don't be a baby. <laughs> Is that what you were going to say? No. I don't think don't so. Don't be a baby and act like, well, I smeared my shitty hand all over the wedding cake. I, you don't smile at me enough. Right. Or the lady at the gym smiles at me more. So, uh, okay. And all those in a cheating situation are real things. It's like, yes. you're a bitch. Right. You're the worst. I hope our kid's not like right out there. <laughs> no, he would fight me. He would get really mad at me, which is cool. Like a son doing that. It's like, yes, hell yeah. Anyway, um, uh, like all those are things, but it's because you didn't talk about them one, two, three, four, right. five years prior to that. Or is you what didn't got get you therapy. Here. Go get therapy. Or go and so go to betterhelp.com forward slash us if you feel like you're on the edge, if you have the shits on your hand and you haven't hit the cake yet. I'm go about to, to smear this stuff. Betterhelp.com forward slash us. <laughs> or if you really want your ass kicked, Ooh. you can sign up for high performance marriage coaching. Nobody will gonna, do that because they aren't ready for it. If you got a pair and you got a wallet, sign up. If you want to change your life, sign up. But we don't take idiots. So if you if you call us and you're an idiot, we'll respectfully decline. The we'll, idiots the idiots don't call. That's right. They actually, won't call. they won't call. So, oh man, okay, that one was good. That was good. That one was good. So we love so, you. If you like this show, go rate it and review it on iTunes and leave us a five star. And if you're a cheater, don't leave me a one star review. I'll read it and you'll be called out. <laughs> anyway, we yeah, love you, you will, so much. Getting real, people. That's right. So thank you so much. Uh, share this show with your friends. If this is helpful, share the show. Like Andy Frisilla says, pay the fee. 
Oh, that's Pay the fun. fee, people. All right, guys. We love you. All right. Talk Adios. to you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to Anatomy of Us. This podcast is produced by my mom, Melanie Studley, and hosted by my dad, Seth Studley. Our show is edited and published by our producer, Reva Hansen, from Creative Media Support. Special thanks to our Patreon members that get an extra episode every week. Thanks for watching. Love you. Bye. Bye.